Well, hello there. Aren't you just dandy? You're just dandy. That's what you are. Uh, hey, everybody. Harlan William here. Uh, you are rolling down the Harlan Highway. Great to have you on board. What a show we have today. What a show, even. Uh, today, uh, weird, weird show. And, you know, somewhere in the show, I'm going to be reading, like, a poem. Yeah, it's going to get a little, like, kind of deep and kind of, you know, romantic and stuff. I'm going to I'm going to read a hot poem to you guys. I'm kind of in the mood. So I hope you like that. Also uh a crazy story about some some unconventional, unexpected drug users. Way to hear about these stoners, man. These are not your typical your typical drug addicts. These they, they are not um, this story cracked my ass up. I'm going to be talking about these new uh, stoners in town. And then we're also going to talk about um, about a thing I call the sub-beard. It's a facial hair thing. It, it mostly happens to men. Maybe some women from the deepest parts of Europe. But mostly for men. The sub-beard. I'm going to go into detail uh, later in the show. So put your helmet on. This is the Harland Highway. Where am I? What is this? Some kind of a joke or something? Welcome to the Harland Highway. What you talking about, Willis? Son, you got a panty on your head. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Oh, God, what's happening here? What's happening? Hey, Harland, it's Shelly. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That is fantastic. What's wrong with everybody in this crazy place? The Harland Highway. What is it? The opening. To what? To another dimension. This is Harland Williams. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. That is fantastic. The Harland Highway. Crazy news stories. That's weird. Wow. That's strange stuff. Okay, okay. This one's wild. This one's crazy. Um, a little wacky. Here's here's the headline. Um, are you ready? Here it is. Coyotes staring down drivers may be stoned. Hello. Uh, they may have consumed hallucinogenic mushrooms. What the hell? Can you imagine that? You're driving down an old back road and there's like a like a like a fucking like coyote standing in the middle of the road. He's like, hey dude, like arr, 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 dude. And you're like, um what? And he's like, like, hey man, you haven't seen like a purple roadrunner go by because I've been trying to, you know, like me, me. drop a piano and an anvil on his head. Me, me. And um, you know, if you can like, you know, if you have an email address for the Acme like company, because you know, all the stuff they've been giving me to catch the roadrunner hasn't really been working, dude. Like me, me. Uh, okay, dude, whatever. Right on, dude. Here's the story. Um, in Canada, coyotes build snowmen. Um, 
in Marin County, California, they get high on mushrooms, or so it seems. At least one and possibly two coyotes have been spotted acting a bit oddly along Highway 1 near Bolinas, reports the Pacific Sun newspaper. Residents describe an animal forcing nighttime drivers to stop on the twisting highway, staring them down, and attacking their vehicles before taking flight. One resident who's made several trips along the road says it's terrifying, yet beautiful thing to behold. <laughs> I mean, this this gives a whole new uh, meaning to Cujo. I mean, can you imagine like a, a, a stoned, mushroom-tripping coyote attacking your Prius or your Passat? It's like, dude, I don't know. Why are you driving like an electric car, dude? Like, you're such a hippie. Um, so what's up with the, uh, the coyotes? Well, one of the theories being floated is that the animals are eating hallucinogenic mushrooms that grow in the area, resulting in coyotes vision-questing their way into interactions with drivers. Ooh, vision questing. Like, oh, I'm tripping, dude. Like, me, me, what was that? Did you just hear? I think I just heard the roadrunner, dude. Me, 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 me. What the fuck, dude? Oh, my God, I'm tripping. I'm going to smash my face into a Prius, dude. Um, Lisa Block of the Humane Society says she can't rule it out and has been warning dog owners recently about the shrooms. <laughs> oh, my God, that's fantastic. She says, we are trying to figure this out. Rabies isn't likely to ba- blame because the disease typically fuels aggression in coyotes a week or so before causing death. And these in- in- incidents have been going on for several weeks. Wow, that's a long trip, man. I mean, these coyotes, like, I don't know what they're doing, but they're probably like, dudes, dudes, I'm digging these shrimps. What do you say, me, you, Clarence, Eddie, Barbara, Stephen, and Charles? Like, are you guys down for Burning Man this year or what? (laughs) Seriously, like, let's rent an SUV or, you know, a camper, and let's totally do Burning Man, dude. <laughs> I, mean, I want to see this. I want to be on a road and have my car mobbed by stoned coyotes. This is this sounds like a, a, a better ride than anything you'd find at Disneyland. Holy smokes. Let's continue here. There's not many studies out there about the psychedelic effects of mushrooms on canines, but the animals are known to get especially excitable, which jibes with the description of coyote's behavior. Now, another option, they say, is that a coyote was fed by people, perhaps from a car, and is now looking for more food. The problem is they're not afraid of us. They come close to our cars, get hit, fight with domestic dogs, and can possibly become aggressive. 
this uh, this this uh, nature lady says they strongly discourage people from feeding the animals. Wow. Well, listen, man. I don't know how aggressive or 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 terrifying a mushroom tripping coyote is. I mean, I'm more like you know. I'm hearing like, uh, hey, dude. Like, you want to come to my den and, like, I've got a disco light in the roof and I've got some Yanni music and, like, the old lady whipped up, like, a coleslaw and, I mean, why don't, like, come, come to the fucking den and chill, dude. I've got more shrooms back at the den. <laughs> God. Hilarious. Oh, Larry, I, w- I want to see like other, I want to go to Africa and hand out shrooms, man. I want to see the king of the beasts tripping on mushrooms and standing up on the hills, start and start singing the circle of life. I want to give shrooms to all the African animals and see them break into that, uh, that musical, the Lion King that they put on in, on Broadway and on, on plays. Akumatara, Akumatara, la, 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 la. They're just dancing around. Oh, hell yeah. Like interspecies orgies. There's like a giraffe 69ing like a, a hippo. There's a lion getting it on with, a, with an alligator. Just twirling and twisting fur and skin. Everyone's just like tripping, dude. Meep, meep. They all like walk into town and they all line up in the drive-thru. Oh, hi, I'm a stone giraffe. I'd like like a, uh, a Whopper with cheese. And I know I'm a vegetarian, but you know what? Give me two Whoppers with cheese, dude. And do you have fucking coleslaw? Because I fucking love my greens, dude. And then the alligator's like, you know what? I'll skip the food like, because you sound fucking delicious. I'm sorry, can I help you, sir? Yeah, I'd like to fucking eat you because you sound fucking meaty and delicious. Uh, I'm sorry, would you like, what would you like, sir? Hey, are you fat? Because if you're a fat fuck, I'd like to fucking eat you. I'll even eat the fucking microphone on your fucking head, fatty. Uh, sir, would you like fries with that? Okay, fuck, give me fries. (laughs) I mean, it's just like stoned animals. I'm loving this. So there you go. That's our that's our crazy news story for the day, man. If you're out there driving, watch out. Watch out for uh, mushroom tripping coyotes, because they're no longer after the Roadrunner. They're after you. What a weird sound of bird. Can you imagine if there was a bird that actually sounded like that? Like an old, like, 1942 Ford T-Bird and someone licking a milk jug? Meep, meep. Creepy. Um, when was the last time you cleaned up? When was the last time you did a house cleaning? And when I say a house cleaning, I'm talking about your phone. Yeah, hello. How many things do you have buried in your phone? It's it's like a crowded closet in there. 
right? You've got memos, you've got songs, you've got recordings, you've got pictures, you've got, I mean, your phone, you know, it just used to be able to, to, to call in and call out, and now it's just full of clutter. And so I was going through my phone the other day, just kind of going, what the hell is this? I was going through, you know, there's a there's a thing. I don't know if, if Androids have it. I'm sure they do. But on the iPhone, there's a function where you can make notes and write notes to yourself and jot things down. And, oh, my God, I found, uh, I came across a poem I had written uh, probably, I don't know, maybe three, four years ago. Uh, I, I went on a date with this beautiful, wonderful girl and we dated for a little bit off and on. And one of our, I think it was our second date, maybe our second date, we decided to drive to Vegas and go and see, there was actually a live production of, uh, the evil dead. It was a, it was a play that, that horrible B horror movie, the evil dead, they did a live stage production of it. So we went to Vegas to see it. It was a lot of fun, and uh, the play was horrible. I mean, I really felt for the cast because they were giving it their all, but it, it, it was a dumpy set. The, 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 uh, the technicians were, the mics were shorting out, and the sound was tinny. You couldn't hear what they were saying. That, that you, you couldn't hear them articulate words. The music was on a crappy sound system. The, 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 there was like four props on stage, and the actors were great. They gave it their all, but but they were they were working in the in the worst circumstances. And so, me and this beautiful uh, girl, wonderful woman, um, we just got really drunk. We just we just sat there and kept chugging the beers, man. She liked beer. I liked beer. We just kept drinking them, and the, the more we drank, the funnier this stupid play got. It was the worst, but we, we made the best out of it, and it was a lot of fun. But what was, what was cool was on the way to Vegas, if you drive through Vegas, you can go right down the highway from L.A. to Las Vegas, and, and you're still cutting through. The majority of the drive is desert, bleak desert. But there's also back roads you can take to get there. It takes a little longer, but it's a lot more scenic. You don't have any traffic, and you can stop and get out. So what I was doing is I was stopping and getting out and taking pictures, and we were looking at stuff. And the roads back that way, a lot of them, the pigment of the road, uh, I don't know what they use to pave the roads, but it's, it's almost like reddish in color. It looks like like that uh, velvet cheesecake. I don't know if you've ever had uh, velvet cheesecake cake, but it's that dark kind of crimson red. And so it's really interesting. And so, uh, you know, after the experience, I had such a good time and it was fun and enchanting and kind of sexy. And I thought, you know, I'm going to write a poem about it, you know, about this, the, 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 the drive out there, you know. And so, uh, what the hell? I might as well share this poem with you guys. Why not? We went from uh, stoned coyotes. I'm, and by the way, this this ties in a bit. When we left for the trip, um, the girl said, and I'm not naming her name because this is kind of private, right? So I don't want to name names. Um, but she said, she made a point of saying, I hope we see a roadrunner when we drive through the desert. 
And I was like, yeah, I hope we do too. And guess what? Sure enough, about halfway through, a damn roadrunner ran across the road. A real live roadrunner. Yeah, it was great. It was just, you know, it's one of those things that makes road trips kind of fun and enchanting. When you kind of kind of will things to happen, you open the mystic door and will things to happen, and a lot of times they do. And this was just great. It helped set the tone for the trip and blah, blah, blah. So, so I wrote this poem about it, our road trip through the desert to Vegas. I'm going to read it because, you know, why waste it? But it's so funny, I found it in my phone, deep in my phone, um, and uh, and I thought, you know what? Let's get it out there. Let's read it. So, Raj, uh, give me some mood music, man. Give me some mood sounds, you know, something cool, deserty, and I'm going to get into my poetry reading voice, and uh, here it is, my trip through the desert, the beautiful girl on the way to Vegas to watch the evil dead live on stage. Cue me, Raj. Winding down the velvet highway, the desert speeding by, Mountain ridges climbing into the cloudless sky. By my side with sparkling eyes and a smile a mile wide, sits a girl with dimpled cheeks and a beauty she can't hide. Wind in hair, a sexy stare, adventure in their minds. Around each dusty corner, not sure what they will find. Then, out there in the bleakness, amongst the sand and stone, a flower blooms so beautiful, growing all alone. And then she stood beside it, and the flower was no longer one. Two blossoms stood together in the blazing desert sun. And I took a picture of this moment, so I would always know that in the most rugged places, the delicate can grow. Then like the breeze, the moment passed, and the red road took them away, perhaps to return to this magical garden on another day. Off to the horizon, they drove into the city lights and held and kissed so passionately throughout the Vegas night. Wow. There it is, my little poem. I guess the, the part you might be wondering about is, is the, the flower blossom in the middle of the desert. We stopped to take pictures out in the middle of nowhere, and it was just desert and sand and cactus. And we looked down and, and right at our feet, there was a beautiful, beautiful flower blossoming in the middle of all that dry, desolate landscape. And it was almost like, wow, where did this come from? Like, it just seemed improbable that this beautiful, lush, colorful flower would be growing in this region. And so I took a beautiful picture of this beautiful girl 
beside this beautiful flower. So uh, great memories, great times, and uh, I hope you enjoyed a little taste of my desert road trip to see the evil dead through the desert. And no, we did not encounter any stoned coyotes, okay? We did see the roadrunner dudes, but we didn't see, like, the stoned coyote. Meep, meep. Meep, meep. Hello? Hello? Hey, Harlan, it's Shelly. I just wanted to say that I am a proud premium member and I thought your last episode was really good, so very much enjoyed hearing the episode where you were doing impromptu, on-the-spot stand-up. Anyhow, I thought you did an excellent job, so that was awesome. And additionally, I thought your Periscope was really good, and it was neat to see um, Little Coco, I think that's what his name was. So, just want to pass on some kudos. Talk to you soon. Bye. Oh, thanks, Shelly. That was a super nice phone call. I do appreciate that. Yes, uh, Shelly's referring to uh, the premium membership here at the Harland Highway. You can get it for $20 a year. And uh, I did a stand-up comedy routine where uh, all the topics were given to me live on stage. So I had no knowledge of any of the topics, and so I had to totally pull a stand-up comedy routine out of my you-know-what. And, of course, I was able to record it and uh, play. was able to play it for the premium members. So I don't want you guys missing out on any of this p- premium content. So please uh, join up. Only 20 bucks a year. And the next premium content coming out is, let's see, it'll be in two days. Two days on February 10th, uh, I will be releasing my other podcast called Let's Have a Fight. And it's uh, three verbal arguments, three fights uh, between me and another stand-up comedy or celebrity. And uh, the one in two days, guess who it is? It's Mr. Tom Green. So it's going to be an, an amazing fight. Uh, it's going to be a blast. Um, and I hope you guys uh, join the premium club for 20 bucks a year and don't miss out on any more of this stuff. So thank you, uh, Shelly. You rock. And uh, thank you for joining my Periscope. I don't know how many of you are on that, but I jump on there now and again and get s- silly. So there you go. Um Let's uh, let's move on, Raj. Great, great call. Thank you. Uh, if you want to call me, uh, 323-739-4330. That's 323-739-4330. All right? Thanks. Thanks for your call, Shelly. Well, what do you know? A ham sandwich. Okay, so I'm sitting here, and I'm rubbing, I can't say my beard, I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to categorize it as my sub beard. Okay? I don't know if the ladies will know what I'm talking about, but I, th- I think some of you will. If you have boyfriends or husbands that have beards or fathers or brothers or what have you, but it's like it's like most guys with a manicured beard. I'm not talking about the guys with the big long beards. 
But the guys with, the, you know, the shorter beards, um, you know, they, they usually have a defined, like, beard line on their chin or just on the top of their neck right under their chin. And then once you get past that beard line, it's kind of like clean. Most guys, like, shave up to the beard line so that their throat and neck are, you know, soft and cleanly shaved and you just see skin. But sometimes when us men get lazy or feel uninspired or dirty or grimy or slimy and smelly, we just let it, we let it go. And suddenly you've got your thick beard, but underneath the beard line is the sub beard where it's kind of patchy and it's, it's kind of not as long as the other beard because it obviously hasn't grown as long. So it's, it's just kind of, it looks like there's moss growing on your neck. Or it looks like, you, have, you ever seen mold growing in a garage or in drywall or, you know, in your bathroom? It just looks like mold growing on a guy's neck. Basically, he looks like Swamp Thing. That comic book character from DC, Swamp Thing. It's just, it's just this kind of moss, these lichen, if you will. Lichen are growing on your throat. Or lichen, whatever you want to pronounce it. And it's just kind of grubby. And, and it seems like, you know, if you let it go for one or two days, it's like, okay, I'll just cut it off. But then if you kind of let it go for more than two days... It almost you almost get this thing like ah oh, it's too long to cut. Or you start to go, well, everyone can see it. What's the point of cutting it? It's there. Everyone knows I've got mold neck. I've got lichen throat. Got bubonic plague, Adam's apple, whatever you want to call it. And then there's another thing that kicks in. It's kind of like neat to as a, as a guy. It's one of those things we all have little areas of our bodies that we fondle. Like some people, you know, p pull on their earlobes. Some people rub the tip of their nose. Some people, you know, twirl their hair. But for a lot of guys, I think they like they like to rub the sub beard. Because it's like right under your jowls, right underneath your jawbone. And, the, and the, the skin under there is usually fairly soft. And then when you add a layer of like, you know peach fuzz or like, you know, pine marten hair or squirrel hair, if you don't know what a pine marten is, maybe mink, it's a little bit of mink under your throat. And so you, you kind of start rubbing it. It's like one of those things when you're standing in line at Chipotle waiting to make your order, you're, you're rubbing your pine marten throat. People are like, why is he scraping mold all over the place? I hope his mold spores don't get on my Chipotle burrito bowl. Christ. Excuse me, sir. Could you take your lichens outside and your black mold? Christ, your, your mold spores are getting in my salsa, sir. But I don't know. It's just it's one of those things. Your fingers go up and it, it's kind of like rubbing your fingertips through a through a carpet or something. I don't know. Am I the only dude that does this? 
I, lo I love it. I go I go from uh, I go from an enchanting mystical poem to talking about the mold growing on my throat. Great. Way to uh, way to ruin the party there, Harland. Premium member, my ass. I'm quitting the whole podcast. Wait, what? I'm just saying. I don't know. Is the, is there anything on a woman that grows that she likes to touch? It's kind of neat because it's right on your face. You know, there's not not that many other hairy areas on your body you can fondle. You can't sit at your desk and kind of rub your throat and look like you're in deep thought. I mean, you can, but you, you can't rub other hairy areas of your body. You can't lift your arm up and open your shirt and, you know, stroke your armpit hair. And people are like looking over their cubicles going, boy, Eddie's sure in deep thought over there. Look at him just staring at the roof, rubbing his... Rubbing his pit so thoughtfully and deeply. Right? You can't uh, just start, you know, running your fingers through your pubis. You can't twirl your anus hairs in little circles while you, <laughs> while you sit there and daydream in your cubicle. So maybe some of you are doing it right now. It sounds like it. So I'm just saying, the sub-beard, it looks like holy hell. It looks like a pipe burst in somebody's bathroom while they're on vacation in Miami for three weeks, and they came home and mold was growing in their bathroom. But on the other side, it's very calming and soothing. So there you go. I just thought I'd bring it up. The sub-beard. Ladies, if you, if you, if you, you know... If you're wondering about it, try growing one. Take some hormones or something or rub sardine oil on your throat. See if hairs start to grow. I don't know how hair grows. But I'm going to leave you pondering the, the beautiful visual of either me stroking my sub beard or some creep in his cubicle twirling his anus hairs while he does his accounting. So there you go. Um, hey, I want to thank everyone for uh, being on the podcast today or listening to the podcast, I should say. I must say. Um, let me tell you about some uh, stand-up comedy dates. Uh, this weekend, February 11th through the 14th. Yes, that's Valentine's Day. Um, I will be, uh, I will be at the Orlando Improv. Yes, the Orlando Improv, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, down there in Florida. Great club. Please come by. Orlando Improv, February 11th through the 14th. Uh, Sunday night will probably be a cool Valentine's Day night. Great way to uh, spend time uh, getting romantic with your with your loved one, coming to a club and seeing me live, staring into my neck mold. Um, and then later in the month, February uh, 25th through the 28th, yours truly will be at the House of Comedy in Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh, yes. Fun. 
great club. Also in March, uh, March 10th through the 13th, I'll be at the Houston Improv. Get down there. And then in April, look out, the comedy party is starting. Fertile Nurgans and Gablurgle Blurgans. Okay? Well, let me tell you about the comedy party. Thank you very much. Um, this is going to be cool, man. Uh, this is... Uh, this is four comedians for the price of one, okay? It's me, Polly Shore, Tom Green, Bobby Lee, and uh, some great theaters. We're going to be in Illinois and Iowa. Uh, we'll be at the Rialto Square Theater in Joliet, Illinois. Joliet, uh, April 4th, or sorry, April 7th, one night only. Rialto Square Theater in Joliet, Illinois, April 7th. Then the next night, we'll be at the Coronado, Coronado Art Center in Rockford, Illinois. That is the 8th of April. And then the next night, we're going to top it off at the Five Flags Arena in De Dubuque, Iowa. That's the 9th of April. Uh, get your tickets at my website, harlemwilliams.com. Uh, it is called the Comedy Party because it is going to be a party, man. We are going to have fun. Pauly Shore, Tom Green, Bobby Lee from Mad TV, yours truly, Harlan Williams. Beautiful theaters. It really is worth worth the money, and uh, we hope we see you guys there. It's going to be a blast. All four of us on stage. Um, and like I said, go to harlanwilliams.com. Click on my comedy tour link. And you can uh, get your tickets right there. You can order them right there on the site. Uh, also, while you're there, check out our store, harlemwilliams.com merchandise store. Lots of great gifts, lots of cool merch for you guys to enjoy. T-shirts, books, music, digital downloads, yada, yada, yada. And... Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, like I said, please join the premium content package. 20 bucks a year. Go to your app store and download the Harland Highway. And uh, you can have the podcast on your cell phone whenever you want. So there you go. Uh, so that's it, gang. We will leave it there for now. I uh, hope you are having a great time in life. Hopefully this podcast is adding to that, and uh, great to have you here. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. Meep, meep. <laughs>